Inside Fashion Marketing, the podcast that gives you the tools you need to build your brand, grow your business, and connect to customers on Zalando. Snackable inspiration for fashion, beauty, and lifestyle brands. By Zalando Marketing Services, Zalando's 360-degree marketing unit. Hello, hello. Welcome, dear listeners. Glad to have you on the show. I'm Andreas Antrop. I'm the Managing Director of Zalando Marketing Services, helping connect fashion, lifestyle and beauty brands and retailers to consumers all over Europe. So without further ado, let's introduce today's topic, where we'll be discussing how sustainable shoe brand Inuovo entered the world of online marketplaces and direct-to-consumer retail incredibly successfully via Zalando. Inovo, founded in 2009 in a small basement in Istanbul, is committed to good quality, sustainable materials and ethical practices. The brand is relatively new to Zalando and selling direct to consumer. Here to talk about data-driven customer and market analysis, rapid speed to market, and how high ambitions lead to high success is Hairie Seleclair, responsible for business development at Inovo. Before we start, Hairie, Tell us, what excites you about Inovo? What do you love most about the brand? Hi, Andreas. Thanks for having me today. It's such a pleasure. Well, coming back to your question, I guess what I love the most about our brand is our core values and how we stick to them. Back then, the idea was to create authentic, timeless leather shoes that are properly made, will last, and offer at a fair price. As you mentioned, a decade ago, we envisioned a sustainable brand using high-quality, eco-friendly materials and committed ourselves to ethical production way long before it became a popular topic. We were and still are quite passionate about what we do, keeping the same spirit since the beginning and simply determined to do better in each and every collection. Wonderful. And coming to the recent launch, can you help us understand what motivated you to start selling directly to customers? How did you decide on the timing? Sure. Uh, up until we joined Zalando Partner Program, we were operating on a purely wholesale model. This was a much easier and safer approach at the beginning. We were aware of the fact that being a brand required direct relations with the customers. But once you shape your organization to the needs of wholesale, it requires time, energy, financial resources, but most importantly, a full dedication of almost every department within the organization. Honestly, uh, when your main business is on track, it's not always easy to commit to these kinds of projects on a company level. This was the case for us until COVID happened. In March 2020, with a huge pile of stock in our warehouse, we simply didn't have any choice but to give a try to the mm -hmm. partner program. And we managed to went online in just a month. This was a great practice to measure how flexible we are, and I think we proved ourselves to be an adaptable company to the changing needs of the business. And thanks to the incredible ZMS colleagues, from the support people to senior consultants who are super helpful and result-oriented, after just a year, we managed to grow our business substantially. And what is even more interesting is how our marketplace experience changed the way we do wholesale positively. In the end, it helps our sales to grow in times where brick and mortar was on fault. I'm very glad to hear that these ZMS colleagues were so helpful in that process. I still wonder, what would you say is most different when comparing selling as a wholesale brand versus selling directly to consumers? How does it change your marketing approach? 
when selling wholesale, your audiences are buyers and shop owners. Your point of sales are fairs, showrooms, or face-to-face meetings of your sales agents who are traveling with their sample sets. Uh, whether it's a boutique, department store, or an online sales platform you are working with, you are not in control of your product range. And it makes sense because they are the exports of their customer base, right? Uh, they work with a certain budget and try to allocate it in the best way among various brands. It has its advantages, of course. To start with, we work on pre-orders and stock is not our responsibility, right? And the downside is sometimes what you envision for your brand and the direction you want to give to it is not matching to your current partner's needs. Or even though they want to try new things, budget restrictions get in the way. There are other things you have limited control over, like how your products are merchandised or where your brand is positioned and how its message is communicated to the customer. So as a brand, you can decide on who is going to represent you. When it comes to retail marketing, though, it's a whole different story. When we participated to Mm -hmm. the partner program, uh, we found ourselves at the driver's seats of of our brand for the first time. In that context, uh, can you tell us what made you choose Zalando as your gateway to online marketplaces and direct consumer in that moment when you said, look, house is on fire, We we need to sell direct? Several years ago, we were able to test our brand at Zalando in the wholesale division with a limited range. That was when we were first introduced to the ZMS Insight tool and had a glimpse of what is possible when you work with the leading fashion platform in Europe. When the right time comes in terms of reaching a big customer base quickly, uh, ZMS was the obvious choice. You have a wealth of first-party data and are generous about sharing it with your partners. So we knew we'd be able to make good decisions with your data-driven approach. And there is the fact that we are a small brand with small budgets. We needed to make sure that the money we invest in marketing returns strong results, Uh, which is why we decided to spend our budgets directly at the point of sales with ZMS. Perfect, perfect. And when launching Innova on Zalando, you were leveraging the services of ours from the get-go at ZMS. Um, Harriet, can you tell us a bit about the strategy you were employing? Sure. Uh, The day we went online, we started investing sponsored products. I must say this one was essential. Uh, We were active in six markets, but to be on the safe side, we started with Germany first with a modest budget. After understanding our optimum cost per click and return on investment levels, we gradually increased our budget. After this learning phase, we set an ambitious sales target on the first real collection we ever launched on retail for Winter 20. We needed a strong marketing partner in order to reach the right customers, so we immediately teamed up with you guys. When launching in a new market, it's obviously very important that we get to know our target audience, so it was really important to us to make data-driven decisions. We used the combination of sponsored products and the data we got from the ZMS Insights tool to plan our assortment. After the planning phase, we saw it possible to generate what we initially planned for the whole season, purely during the cyber week period. So basically, ZMS made it possible for us to quickly get an overview of the market and how our products perform so that we could reach the right audience quickly. I'm very happy to hear that um, you know you are so focused on the audience, getting the right uh, customer, potential customer, 
exposed to your brand and your offering. Can you tell us a bit more about how you identified the audience based on Zalando first-party data? Uh, we had a three-phase approach here. First, understanding the kind of female customer that would shop in Ovo. This involved an introduction to Z-types and getting a deeper look at our customers. I remembered so clearly the first presentation we got from you guys, and it felt like we were sitting on a gold mine. Uh, that's mainly because it provided such an extensive analysis of our existing and potential customers. Uh, second, fine-tuning the assortment, launching the Winter Capsule Collection. Once we managed to combine our learnings from Z-types with skew and country-based sales, we identified gaps within our line. Thanks to our design and production power, we were able to act fast enough to fill in those gaps with the right products. Third, branding. Giving the right message and producing the right content. I think this one is quite self-explanatory, but we produced the content ourselves here in Istanbul, but then we use the Z-Types insights and our Z-Type shares to ensure the content is relevant for Zalando. Together with ZMS, we then made a 360-degree marketing campaign with all on-site formats plus Facebook and Instagram and landing pages. Great to hear that you use Z-Type so successfully. And um, as a quick explainer for our listeners who may be less familiar with it, it's an audience segmentation model built by ZMS and Zalando to capture the full behavior of customers and offer a unique perspective of the fashion market. We created these customer groups by observing and analyzing the buying patterns of the 42 million Zalando customers and using these results to define seven customer segments, which you call Z-types or Z-types. Harje, I'd love to hear more about how you as a brand reacted and acted on these results of the gap analysis you mentioned. We basically enriched our collection in two ways. Firstly, with the styles that reflect the season's hottest trends and will put us one step ahead of a competition. Uh, this requires keeping an open eye on the fashion world. Trends are changing rapidly these days, and regardless of how you position your brand, you need to keep up with that on a certain level. What we are trying to do is to process the information quickly and find a way to reflect this on our designs without compromising the integrity of the main collection. Another way of enriching our collection is by diversifying our existing bestsellers. When we launch a collection, our strategy is to test and react. With the right amount of traffic boost through sponsored products early in the season, it is possible to identify your magic shoe or shoes if you are lucky enough. These shoes are hard to miss. They are getting the highest click-through rates from almost every market, every age group, and obviously on every income level because they usually never need discounts to perform well. So this was the testing part. Reacting to these results depends on how fast you can replenish your stock and multiply the number of windows in the same design direction. Can you also tell us a bit about how you approach brand awareness topics? Sure. As a brand, we are mostly known with our sandals. Last year, we launched our first ever full-range fall-winter collection at Zalando, and we knew we needed branding. We try to build awareness and create engagement during October and early in the November, right before the Cyber Week, on all Zalando on-site and off-site channels. We try to find a good balance between homepage, category formats, and social platforms of ZMS. 
And how successful was Cyber Week for you? What were your, your key drivers behind that? What would you say? Uh, actually, you know what? Uh, what was super helpful that right before the event, you shared a great deal of best practices and we made sure we studied them all. Uh, during the event, we focused less on branding and invest heavily in sponsored products with the exception of one last visibility boost during Black Friday. Besides the marketing efforts, I think the key was good stock planning and smart pricing. We tried to generate a high traffic to our store by discounting fast-moving items by 30%. Then we aimed to clear out the slow movers and low stock items with no replenishment opportunity by up to 50% discount while balancing the profitability by keeping the best sellers on black price. What we couldn't foresee was at the end, all the stock was sold out and we had to replenish again for the end of the season sales. And I guess so much with the good stock planning, right? And um, can you share something about uh, your plans for Cyber Week 2021? Uh, yes. Well, we have some key learnings from the first event. We obviously did some things right, but there are lots of things we could have done better. This year, we are even more meticulous on assortment planning and determined to elevate our game by investing especially more on branding. I see. That, I think, is a trend we've been observing over the past few years. Cyber Week is becoming more and more, indeed, of a branding moment in fashion. It's quite amazing. Can you also tell us a bit about the results of your marketing investments with us? You know, the things you can share, want to share. Sure, sure. Uh, I believe we established a healthy customer base and took a good portion of customers' baskets, which is above the competition and again above our peers who have been on Zalando for longer. During the entire month of November, we had a total return on investment of 7.2 across performance, branding and content. We also achieved 50 million impressions, an average click-through rate of 1.13%, 1 million product detail page views, and many sold items. On sponsored products only, our return on ad spend was 9.4. With the strong results, we extend sponsored products to the six other markets we are online and include Switzerland to the branding in 2021. Of course, The volume we generated was an important success metric, but to us, the real success we gain is far beyond that. Together with you guys, we played the long game and invested in each other for long-term success. As a brand, mm. we understand our strengths and how to make the most out of them while discovering where, where there is room to grow. Right after this campaign, as newcomers, we managed to position our brand at number five in Germany among 12 peer brands. We take these results as a sign that we are reaching the right balance between assortment width, product strength, and visibility. And we believe even greater success will follow when we truly master those things. Amazing. Can you also share some of your plans for the future? Yes. Uh, this year, we are projected to grow 150% in spring summer, and we are aiming to double our fall winter business. We already did a category takeover this season with a large branding campaign, and we are investing in sponsor products nonstop. We are planning an even larger brand activation for fall winter. Additionally, we invested into ZMS Insights product pre-testing for the upcoming season. We are super happy 
about this because now we know how much depth to plan for which style. And we use these insights to create a capsule collection in vegan leather. Well, we are coming, unfortunately, towards the end of our allotted time. And I would like to ask you whether you could give us the top takeaways that you'd have for brands. You know, brands who are used to selling their stock via wholesale channels and are now considering starting to sell to consumers directly. So what is your condensed wisdom <laughs> for them? Okay. Know your customer and target audience. Be numbers and data obsessed. Find a good comp combination and balance of branding and performance in your overall marketing strategy. Plan your assortment meticulously, fill in gaps, and make sure you have enough bestsellers available. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time and for the great insights. And as always, if you're looking for more, we dropped some useful links in the show notes of the episode. Make sure to check them out. And of course, if you liked the episode, hit subscribe. We'll have more wisdom from our top marketers across the partner base coming in just two weeks' time. Thank you very much. Thanks a lot.